He is in his third season, and he's uh, played in every Packer game. He has arrived since arriving as a sixth-rounder out of the University of Michigan a couple of years back. Became a starter at left guard uh, last season uh, and did a fantastic job. Started there again this season, and now he is a member of the starting in more than one position uh, of this uh, offensive line, which has been uh, something that's been going on for a long, long time, uh, but uh, continues to hold down the fort and uh, can't wait for you to meet him. Uh, good guy. Looking forward to it. John Runyon, our guest tonight. Hello there, John. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we tried to hook up last week. Uh, something was going on. You said, let's do it again. And I appreciate the time, especially after a tough game. It had to be a crazy week for you guys in the offensive line. It was. Uh, a lot of question marks uh, coming off last week with a you know, rough outing for us against the Jets. And uh, we knew something had to get changed up front uh, with everything going on. You know, guys struggling in different spots. And I think... It was the right decision moving Allen back to his uh, Pro Bowl, his Pro Bowl uh, left guard position, and something that he feels a lot comfortable with. And we had Elton on last week. Yes, we did. Yeah, and, and he was, you know, he was fine with figuring it out at right tackle. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. he, I, I know Elton. Yeah. He wanted to be a really, he wanted to be an All Pro right tackle this season. You know, if he could have. Uh, last year when he was uh, left tackle, he was playing really well I up know. until the point where he, uh, you know, he got hurt and. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's really good. Oh, he's yeah. really good. Yeah. All right, coming up in Easter. So, yeah, and I think he felt more comfortable going back inside. All right. So, uh, David was uncertain, did practice a little bit, has been practicing well, has been playing well. But something came up late, got the word he was going to be downgraded to questionable on Saturday. When did you guys get word on this is how it's going to look? Um, I actually did not receive any word at all. Uh, I didn't really even know until we were about to go out to uh, – pregame warm-ups and uh, I was, I was kind of sitting there you know rolling out stretching in the locker room and I see Dave talking to Zach and I'm just kind of like wondering what that's about he's talking about technique and how to how to defend this type of rush with this certain guy all right wow. I thought someone I know what he was going on and I asked Zach and he said he was starting I was just as surprised as everybody to be honest and I was right there all right. how how big of a challenge is that then for you and the rest of the old line to all right now we all yeah, have to get on the, the same other side page. of your brain for a you know three yeah. and a half hours of Pretty intense stuff. So what's that mentality <laughs> once you find out, all right, this is what our lineup is? Um, you know, I'm not going to be honest, going from pretty much strictly playing left side to going to right side, um, it is a difficult transition, when I, especially when I haven't gotten any reps, not even like in camp at all. And it uh, feels like you're trying to learn how to ride a bike camp for the first mm-hmm. time because your brain is so set on hearing the play call and thinking about yourself in this position on and how it's going to go. And then... When you get switched over to the other side, you have to completely switch everything. You can't just have that easy, okay, hear the play. Not can just go up to the ball. You have to think about everything, and your body has to move differently, your eyes, your hands. And, you know, it, it is a difficult transition, but I think I was, by the end of the week, I was feeling pretty pretty good and settled in there, and I was just excited to see how it went. Yeah, it's so much to file now in the memory banks, and that's kind of how you guys have been developed with Steno, all right? Yeah. Well, these days, you're going to have to play here. It's been The juggling's been going on forever. Oh, yeah. With sure. Steno, and really since the floor time. Uh, so, um, so, Zach Tom at left tackle first game. Uh, Elton first game back at left guard since, yeah, his Pro Bowl season. Yep. Yeah, a couple of yeah. years. That was two seasons ago plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Josh holding down the fort at center, who, by the way, I think matched and exceeded last year's start total. I think he started six games last year. All right. He's now 13. It's not even a full NFL season for your starting center. You go over a right guard, and there's Josh Nyman playing right tackle. I think he's playing West Virginia because the last time he did it, he was at Virginia Tech. 
All that said, no sacks, yeah. a couple of hits, some holes in the run game, a couple of penalties, but that collection against a really good first-round draft choice front, front played okay. Definitely, yeah. And uh, we we knew that uh, you know we were challenged as offensive line uh, coming in this week with you know the performance and you know what we showed against the Jets out there and. Uh, Commanders defensive line, they got uh, first rounders all across the board. And, uh, you know, kind of helped with them having Chase Young out, and we didn't have to worry about him off the right That's edge. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> other than it would have been four instead of three yeah, across yeah, the board. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, f- I feel like we stepped at the challenge. We protected really well, no sacks. Um, you know, a couple of hurries and QB hits, but um, you know, I-, I feel like we played a clean game. We opened up some holes, but you know, the end of it. Uh, I think we were killing ourselves with some penalties. And, uh, I'm yeah, sure we'll get and into compared that more. to last week, with the preferred bunch that's been going, it was markedly better. You told you said it was your worst game, right, last week? Yeah. It's the yeah. Jets. It was horrible last week. Really the suddenness, I think, probably of it all helped kind of just laser focus from there, right? I mean, oh, yeah. just go. You know what you had to do. You talked about it all week. Go out and do it. I think so, too. I think it really turned up our... As a, from an offensive line perspective, it turned up our intensity and our focus, knowing that you know we can't go out there and get embarrassed like that right. again. And uh, I think I think with everybody scrambled up, everybody really settled on the position. And I think you know one of the few bright spots is I think up front we protected well and we protected our running backs, quarterbacks. One more well. for receive. Only a few guys trickled into the locker room after the meetings today, and I figured uh, corrections maybe were extended a bit, you know. And that's what we were talking about. There's all kinds of weird things happening almost snap to snap at times to kind of make life miserable for you guys on offense penalty here drop there route something happens you know from the quarterback's perspective doesn't go right bad throw weird yeah and it's just because we've seen good yeah in the way their offense is going right now those little things that come back and bite us 10-yard penalty five-yard penalty we end up first and 20 first and 15 it's just the way that we're our lack of execution right now, it's tough to make up for that, and we can't be doing that. You're gonna run gassers on Wednesday, get your guys back into shape. Yeah, I don't think so, but I think you guys know what's in front of you after the for day sure. off tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. See, see, so guys are three and four, three losses in a row. First time since what 2006? Yeah, three and four at this point in the yeah, season. McCarthy was three, three and one. I almost put almost. him in there in the finale, but because we know you, how that went. Are you the type of player, type of person that hears the noise, sees the social media chatter? Are you that kind of guy, or are you good at blocking that stuff out? Um, I think it's sort of hard not to see, but you know, I really try not to pay attention to attention to it too much. Um, I know of the you know the talent and the ability that we have in the building and in our offensive line room, and you know, we really try to keep things internal and you know, could just have a you know, like a laser focus on what we have to improve on and get better at. And from offensive line perspective, there's only so much that we can do to affect the game. And we just got to make sure that we're on that stuff all the time. And I feel like offensive line, just in terms of the broader aspect of the offense, your offensive line is playing well. It gives you a really good shot, uh, you know, to win games. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we take pride in because we're, we're never out there, you know, catching, receiving balls like that. So, you know, our duty is protect and we do that and we take that really seriously. You you almost had a chance to catch one yesterday. Ooh, we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> you almost gonna, had a chance to catch one yesterday. That's going to come up on the show almost. a bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So with the noise, 
you say it's it's impossible to block all of it out. Well, this week is Buffalo Bills week, five and one, ten and a half point favorites already. We've mentioned national media is going to be all over. Packers don't have a chance. They already are. They already are. Brady and Rodgers. But is that something that you guys in-house can turn and use as a motivation? Hey, world's against us. No one's given us a chance. Let's rally. Let's go. Let's knock this team off. Prove everybody wrong. Yeah, I think definitely. I think guys, you know, rally around that. Um, Everybody's kind of writing us off already. And, you know, we've been – We've been with each other and, you know, everybody in that building, all throughout OTAs. We've been spending time together inside the building, outside the building, and now through training camp, and now we're into the season. And, you know, guys aren't going to turn their backs on each other. And we're, we're a really close-knit team, and it's just little details here and there that are, you know, throwing us off our game. And, uh, you know, it's really unacceptable. But, uh, you know, we're going to hunker down, and we're going to really trust and believe in each other. And yeah, really, do I our think best that's the key. The yeah, there's no bulleted board. I never see any bulleted boards up in your locker room area. Now, so, you, know, you, know, you don't need that. You guys know, yeah, um, as professionals, it's yeah. just got to go time. Aaron Rodgers said a couple of weeks ago he feels really good about the team, really good about the locker room, unless – he starts hearing a little rumbling of defectors and people saying the wrong thing. Have you seen any of that, heard any of that in the locker room, or is everything still united, everyone's still focused on that that goal? No, yeah. There's no no defectors, no nothing like that. Everybody's still united, you know, for our cause, and that is just to win the next game. Every week that's our one goal, and uh, just win our next game, and that's the most important I, one, and that's what everything's working towards. I haven't gotten that sense either, you know, and I talked to you guys not on – camera or with the microphones rolling a lot you know over the course of the last couple of weeks yeah i still think there's obviously a belief from within and uh you just gotta hunker down there's no question about it football your whole life uh john what's been that what's that been like uh you know rare is it when i covered your dad's teams and i'm talking to you now i'm really feeling bad about that but uh 14 year veteran at senior uh your formative years in philadelphia right you're a youngster right Yep, uh, I was born right after his rookie year, and really, uh, he played 13 more oh, so years you were after born that. Immediately so. into the NFL. Yeah, so uh, I've, nice. I've been around a lot of NFL locker rooms and been running all over the field since I was a kid. He was really what? good, John. Your dad was really good. I've oh, yeah. watched a lot of. Them. I know. What was that like, kind of being a locker room kid in the NFL? What What were those experiences like? Uh, it was awesome. Some of my most uh, fondest memories when I was a child. Um, being in the locker room, you know, running around. My dad played for the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's where I remember the most. And running into guys like Donovan McNabb, Brian Dawkins, Terrell Owens, Brian Westbrook, guys like that. And I see them. They would talk to me all the time. And Andy had some good teams, man. Andy, yeah. How was it? Four straight NFC title four, games? Four straight. Yeah, yeah, four straight NFC title games. And that was a really cool thing to be a part of. And my dad was, and my dad was a good player on that team and kind of. I just ran around the locker room doing whatever I wanted. It, was a it had time. to be fun. How how hands on was your dad in your development as a player in your career? Talk a little bit about no his relation influence. to the Membrinoviches, I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad was really crucial in everything. Um, he never really forced anything on me. He, I think, he always wanted me to be a basketball player, but I don't think I grew enough for that. And. Uh, he would never force anything on me. I'd always have to come to him with questions, and you know, when I did that, it would turn into like an hour lecture. So you know, I knew what I was getting myself into, and, and I'm thankful for that. And 
I, I couldn't have done this without my dad. He helped me so much through high school. And then when I got to Michigan, you know, he was still there. He was able to watch my tape and give him I'd give him a question. He'd give me an answer. How would he do it? How he thinks other people do it? And, you know, I'm able to formulate my own style of play off of that. And still now he works in the league office. And every week he's sending me clips and stuff that he thinks I need to get better on. And I take it as constructive criticism. And, wow. you know, it's awesome having that another coach that's just always watching you you mentioned he never forced anything on you. He played at Michigan. You played at Michigan. Did he force that on you? <laughs> uh, he said I could go wherever I wanted as long as it wasn't Ohio State. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So Thank you knew you it was that, Michigan, yeah. right, as yeah. long as you got the offer. and He's a uh, legacy. Yeah. He's flounder. Yeah, yeah I grew, grew up Michigan fan. And uh, my dad, I think, he, I think he made a point of it. His family's from the Flint area, so... Every time we go up and visit them, we'd always make a stop in Ann Arbor. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoyed that, too. And that just kind of helped push me a little bit further. There. How, how much do you hate Ohio State? I do hate them a lot. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, unfortunately, my time there, I was 0 for 5 against them. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, but well, Ohio State this, this won, past like, year, this 15 of 17. Hey, I know, yeah. you know. I'm a Badger man, and I I feel the Ohio State pain. Yeah, no, I feel like everybody feels that. So does Paul sure. Christ. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No kidding. And how how hammered into you is it in that program at Michigan that the Ohio State is the game? This is the one we need every year. Yeah, I mean, people call it the greatest rivalry in sports, and for the past ten years, you know, it hasn't really been what it should be. But I remember watching the game last year and how awesome it was. The snow coming down, and you know. Uh, watching Michigan secure a win at home against Ohio State. And it was beautiful, honestly. And I loved it. I remember watching it with my, my buddies and my girlfriend sitting on my couch. And oh, that um, I was just something I wish I could be a part of. But I'm glad for those guys that are there right now that they're able to experience that. I bet. I bet. Hey, this year, both roaring. Oh, yeah. They're, they're both looking good. I'm excited. I think, I think they got another the game coming. It looks, yeah. like Ohio, it looks like Michigan's built to beat Ohio State this year. Well, they officially gained 33 yards on that final snap, but it was a Keystone Cops finish to a miserable day. Aaron Rodgers waits for the snap, and here it is. He pops it over the middle to Tunyon. Tunyon turns upfield, looking for someone to pitch it to. Pitches it back to Rodgers, and it's Amari Rodgers who flips it over, and it's picked up by Zach Tom. Over it goes to Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs circle rooting back near the 40. Turns upfield on his feet, cutting to his right. It is a pitch over to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers cutting left, throws left side, and in through oh. the wickets, incomplete. Trying to get it over to John Runyon, who could not gather it in. There is a flag down. If it's against the defense, there will be an untimed down. Hard to believe it would be against the defense in these circumstances. Nope, it's going to be against the Packers. That would mean the game's over. There you go. Heck of a play. That's a great end to that call. Yeah, yeah good call. Yeah. All that sort of thing. Wouldn't have counted anyway. But the finisher is right here, ladies and gentlemen. John, saw it coming. We were laughing about it today in the locker room. You guys, right? LaFleur said today that was the best rugby end of game play they've ever, he's ever seen. It was pretty close. Pretty close. It was Rodgers to Tunyon to Rogers, Amari, to Tom, to Toure, back to Rogers, and you were there. Pick me up when you thought this might 
be something really crazy. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say that's a play that we form a, like uh, we actually practice, but um, it is something that uh, you know different scenarios. It's a very ad lib situation. Yeah, different scenarios in you know training camp that you know we come up and you know it's a final play of the game and we kind of do we kind of do that for fun and you know there has been sometimes you know the defense just lets us go by them but we do kind of practice those laterals in a half joking way and uh we knew final play of the game five seconds uh we had to make something happen and saw the ball get moved around and uh i initially thought i was going to get that lateral from uh i forget who the thing the from Amari, I thought I was gonna get the ball there, but Zach ended okay, up getting it. Kind in. of in the scrum yeah, there, or then, the yeah, scrum. Yeah, I turned into a turned into a little bit of blocker, and you know, I didn't I didn't go all the way over there because all the attention turns. It went back to uh, Smory took the ball all the way across the field, gave it back to Aaron, go. and everybody was it's over like there. Like the sleeper play, you just hide on the sidelines exactly. in front of the bench, and there you are. All the eyes on the other side, and I didn't move, and because that's something I've done in practice, I just stay over there on that side while all the attention's over there, and. I saw Aaron give me a look one time and then run a little bit more, and he gave me another look, and I was like, oh, I think he's about to he's, unleash this thing at me. He was 40 yards away from you. He was, he and he was the, on the run, yeah. You know the look? I, yeah, I knew the look as soon Can as you he... you play wide receiver so these other guys know the look when he wants an road <laughs> adjustment? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, no, no, I ain't going to have it. Uh, so the look comes, Yeah, and, and here comes the ball. I made sure that I was behind him. Uh, he threw the ball, and... You know, coming out, I mean, he told me that if you would have saw me a little earlier, he probably would have given me a better throw. But I think it was behind the line of scrimmage. The referee, signal, line judge signaled that I was a lateral. And I see it coming at me. You know, my job description is not really to go attack the ball with my hands. I'm trying to kind of had to let the ball come to me. And I was looking like it was going to skip a little bit before and picked up, uh, and I don't know, just bounced a yard or two in front of me. And. Now I try to do my best, you know, third hot corner, third baseman impression. You know, just got five hold. I likened it to Billy Buckner, but that's okay. Yeah. Did you play baseball growing up at all? I did just a little bit. Okay. I, I was yeah, the short hops fan. can be tricky. Yeah, short, man. Yeah, that yeah. short stop. Because it looked like well, you didn't really play a lot of baseball. Williams auto body back in the day at Joanna's. Yeah, those short hops can be tough. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, too bad. Uh, there was a penalty behind the play anyway, but fun play. Well, what did it look like in front of you? There was nothing. You had a path. Yeah, uh, there's one corner there, there, you there said was, Bobby there was, was in the corner, neighborhood. There's one corner, but his all of his attention was on uh, Tunyon, and uh, I think if I would have been able to field it cleanly, I think I was on like the 22, 23 yard line. The next guy, he was uh, he was on the split halfway through the field, so he would have had to cover, you know, 25, 26 yards. You've got to have going diagonally while I'm going 22 yards straight, and probably would have had to d- dive at the pylon. But you know, I think I would have got it. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you thought about what your touchdown celebration would oh be if you ever get one? I mean, that being a, a walk-off touchdown, I, I'd, I'd probably I'd have no idea what I would have done. I probably would have blacked out, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the old world, blackout I, touchdown exactly. celebration. Fumble recovery into the end zone is yeah. about the only way, or a tackle eligible. But, yeah. hey, hey, there's a thought. Always you never know. Yeah. Caleb Jones, man. Guy's a giant. Just get him in the corner of the end zone and... Do a chief from one flew over this cuckoo's nest with him. All right. We'll see. Um, So that is a great play. Too bad it didn't work out. Uh, We talked about your relationship with your dad. It's fantastic. I really, that's great. The generational thing is neat to me because I've been through a few of them, but covering the NFL. Uh, But he's also the vice president of, I can't exactly remember the title. 
Rules, rules and policy rules administration. Rules and policy. And, okay. Uh, you got a letter from Dad uh, after the uh, trip to London. I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was it just another disc or clip or, you know, hard drive you could look at? Uh, I didn't think so. No. <laughs> no, it no. was uh, a letter, him asking me to pay a debt of $5,000 to the NFL. Five thousand two hundred sixteen, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, there, yeah. John. Yeah. Uh, you got bagged just... by your dad. Yeah, yeah, at work. We're fine at work. Oh wow! I imagine that letter looks very professional. It doesn't start with "Hey, son, it's dad." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going to need five grand. Signed sincerely, John Runyon, with his title. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. It weren't flagged. It was what a, a leg whip. I think is what they called it. The leg whip. Game? Yeah. Okay. All right. Unnecessary roughness. Have you talked to your dad since? Speaking terms? I have, sparingly. I hope he knows that I'm so upset about that. Uh, You did mention that you just messed up the Christmas list. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I had had an idea for a nice big Traeger for him, and I don't know if I'll be able to get it for him anymore. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's a good one. John, walk us through... A couple of years ago, draft day for you. For those that don't know the story, oh, I was. <laughs> call comes from the Packers on your phone. You hung up on that call, correct? I declined it. You declined yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, did you see that it was a Green Bay, Wisconsin call? I did. the The thing is, uh, we're sitting at I think it was about 190, 190th pick in the draft, and I'm sitting there on my phone. Uh, I felt. Later than I thought I should have been drafted. I felt a little bit later, so, you know, I was a little bit upset. I thought I should have gone, you know, in the, in the fifth round, but that's besides the fact. And uh, I'm sitting there texting my agent, asking him, like, what he's here and what's going on. And, uh, you know, I mistyped something. And as I'm pressing back to, you know, clear what I just messaged, I get a, a phone number pops up, and it says Green Bay, Wisconsin, and I'm still just pressing back so I can, you know, delete this message. And as soon as it pops up, when you get the iPhone, you get the green button on the left and the red button on the right. And as I was pressing back, I got a phone call and hung up on the Green Bay number immediately. And I didn't even know it. And I tried to call back, and it was a blocked number, so I couldn't. And I just sat there. Uh, did my, your heart sink? My heart did sink, I, and I my buddies were next to me. And they looked at me, and this looked like I saw a ghost. And I'm like, what just happened? And I was like... I just declined course, a call I mean, from Green Bay, yeah, Wisconsin. You obviously, we're a little upset that you saw you just deleted the call, but good thing you didn't block it. Right. Know, yeah. You're playing in who knows where. Who, who knows, yeah. And uh, <laughs> luckily, about 30 seconds later, I got a call back. Who was on the other end of the line? Uh, it was Coach LaFleur. Was yeah. it LaFleur? Yeah, it was. Did yeah. he mention that, hey, what happened? Why did you? No, there was really nothing mentioned of it. I think All they right. just thought that the line didn't <laughs> go through and they called back again. <laughs> so it was nice. All right. So well, what was it like now? I mean, he's a pitch man. He yeah. wants to make sure you're going to be covered. While what was it like her. for you to find to sit on draft day? You thought you should have gone earlier. That call finally comes through. What What were the emotions? What was going through your head? Hey, I'm about to be an NFL. Player. Yeah, it, it was it was a surreal day. Um, we were at one of my family friends' house uh, in their backyard. They have a beautiful setup. Uh, a lot of my closest buddies from high school and you know people that I know. My some of my family friends too. You know, I was a day three guy, so when uh, it came to start, you know, round four, everybody got to uh, my family friend's house, and we were all sitting there around eating, uh, having a good time. And 
everybody's having a good time. I was glued to the TV, you know, my phone charging the sound all the way up. It was a little nerve wracking for me, but once I got the call and you know everything happened, it was just a it was a great it was a great night for sure. And once here, uh, you rose into the some snaps as a rookie, jumping in as a starter last year, John. It hasn't taken you long. I know there's all kinds of things that go into that uh, bloodline, sure. Uh, you know, training at Ann Arbor. Uh, you know, physical ability right now as a, as a young man. And here you are. Uh, great opportunity going for you right now uh, as a part of this thing. Uh, just talk about how you kind of attack this and uh, have gotten to where you're at. Yeah, um, I think people from the outside looking in say having an easy road. Um, you know, growing up with my my dad and, you know, him being an NFL player. But, you know, you know I've had my troubles here and there. Uh, you know, growing up in the Philadelphia area, my dad being a great player, playing in high school, you know, you start to hear people talking, you're nothing, I, I, you're nothing yeah, like sure. your dad, all this stuff. And, you know, that was hard growing up and hearing all that stuff. And, you know, I, I battled. I have some learning disabilities and in high school. It was, you know, it was really hard for me. I went to a good high school, uh, really good football there. And, it was a struggle and, you know, having the support and just the availability of, you know, my dad and my mom and, you know, my sisters being able to support me and, you know, the work ethic that they instilled in me and uh, nothing in my entire life. My dad made sure it was given to me because that's the way he was raised. And, you know, I carry that with me now and, and I, don't, I don't take anything for granted. And I saw how, how hard he worked for the family that he has in me. And uh, that's something that I really value. Yeah, keywords, work ethic, you got it. Yeah. There's no question. What What was your rookie initiation like with the team? Do you guys do anything like the Lions did on Hard Knocks where all the rookies have to come up and perform some sort of a song or some t type of a performance-based yeah, thing? Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a night, every night in training camp, we call it the Rookie Talent Show. And uh, the offensive line rookies are always looked at as, you know, just the anchor of the, of the rookie skit night. And uh, my performance was, uh, you know, I, I had a few options, but the one I settled on, I went to the, the Halloween store and I got a Napoleon Dynamite costume, and I, I did that dance that he did. And You did Napoleon's dance? I did. I did the whole dance. Wow, that's amazing. I, uh, it took me about uh, four days to get, you know, I had notes down, get a choreograph. I practiced in my hotel, like the, the Delta classic. over there Classics. on Oneida, and it took, me, it took me four or five days to get it down. I felt confident going in, and it's safe to say that I killed it. Everybody really enjoyed my performance. <laughs> we is have, there video of this anywhere? It better be. There, there is video. All right, I, we got to find yeah. it. Drop uh, the screen down. Hurry up. Yeah. Get it on your phone. <laughs> we had the best Halloween costume last week with Elton. With Elton best Jenkins, yeah. talent show performance. Yeah. Two weeks what are you going for as Halloween roll. this year? Are you doing anything big? I'm going as Ted Lasso. Oh, outstanding uh, choice. I'm going to shave right. the beard, keep the mustache. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're, yeah, an, right. you're an incredibly large Ted Lasso, but I, know, I yeah. see it. All right. yeah. I see it. Ted Lasso's a football guy, so, you know. Do you know what Rodgers is going as? It's always a mystery around his costume. Uh, I don't know. The latest quaff. He always keeps it under wraps. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll keep it under wraps.